Uh, Grayson here again for another episode of Talk Baby. Uh, Episode 8. Today I have my friend Matt with us. Hi, Matt. Hello. Nice to be here. (laughs) Thank you for joining. Um, Matt and I are going to talk a little bit about life in a place that we both have lived, I don't think at the same time. Maybe. Maybe there's a little crossover. Um, but that's quite, uh, well-known, <laughs> I would say yeah. quite well-known. Um, but Matt and I actually met in LA. What, what were we doing? What, what were we doing in LA? Well, we, we, we were, uh, working for a private, uh, preschool. Yeah. Yep. Privately owned preschool. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And I still work there. I get, yeah. So we were teaching. Um, so Matt and I get kind of this, I like that we can talk about education, we can talk about politics, we talk about a lot of different things. Um, yeah. But what I wanted Matt to come on the show and kind of talk about um, was this, this other place, <laughs> um, yeah. the Bay Area. Um, so Matt, when did you move or when did you, when, when, when were you first living in the Bay Area? Wow. Yeah, that that's that goes a long way back. Um, actually, <laughs> I you don't have to give away your, your age or I, anything. I, I, or like I, mean, the I, guess, exact I guess I don't, dates, really but... don't care. Um, so I, I originally came to the Bay Area in 1994, uh, mm-hmm. and I didn't I didn't travel very far to get there. I I, I actually lived in a town called Modesto, which was 90 miles mm. east of of San Francisco, which which I lived oh. in. So when we talk about the Bay Area, I actually lived in SF proper. For um, mm-hmm. uh, that was my first foreign barrier, and I stayed there um, straight through for twenty years. In in wow. SF proper, a lot of people say uh, they they moved to SF and and yet they sort of right. bounce around. It, and you know you, you understand that, especially with when you live in a place like LA, people say LA, and, and yeah. that can mean a lot of things. In San Francisco, I I always um, I always felt like when I said San Francisco, and a lot of people that I sort of grew up with in the city, when mm-hmm. we said San Francisco, we meant. SF proper, which is very small, by the way. Total, yeah. What seven by seven, seven miles? By seven, in, in fact, less than that. Um, ultimately, but oh, square mileage is, yeah. is something like like forty-seven miles square. Just you know, slightly less oh, than seven wow. by seven. But anyway, right, right. Yeah, very small. Yeah. Tiny, tiny big city. So you were there in the early nineties. Yeah. Um, were you there because your family moved? No, I actually that that that's. I, I, no, they, they, uh, my dad moved to LA um, at that time. Mm-hmm. He was living in LA. My oh. mom was still in Modesto. I left for college, mm-hmm. essentially. I, I, went to, I went to junior college in Modesto. Uh, and that actually sort of stimulated my move because I took these, these courses there um, that were sort of uh, quote unquote honors classes, but they were, they were, more, uh-huh. they were more like, in retrospect, uh, a series of progressive thought classes and, and, and the features oh. that were sort of centered and, and, and at the center of this, this progressive, these honors classes at, at the Modesto Junior College were, were very, mm-hmm. um, they were very familiar with San Francisco and they're very, what I would call uh, at that time, like, like hippie, hippie-ish, you know, yeah. and, 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 and yeah. intelligent and, and like, you know, uh, and they, they, they opened my eyes to a lot of the things and, and some of the friends that I, mm. I was with at that time. And that, that did, they mm-hmm. did direct me basically to San Francisco. Although, when you live in Modesto, uh, and being ninety miles away, 
as soon as you could drive, we were heading to, to San Francisco every other weekend, you know? Like, right. Well, not, you know, yeah. that's an exaggeration, but a lot. that was, a, that was <laughs> a, an easy road trip for us. Yeah. Yeah. Well, in th- thinking and hearing you talk about kind of like maybe these hippie, in your words, ideas, <laughs> that when I think of San Francisco being from Arkansas, I think of it as like a hippie place. Yeah. Um, but was it, but I mean, when I lived there in 2015, um, it wasn't like that anymore. Yeah. So I'm interested in kind of like if it embodied that still when you were living there or or maybe at one point at least. Yeah. Um, so tell me about yeah, it. Yeah, I, I get that because that is the sort of preconception, even living as close as I did um, prior to moving there 90 miles away. Mm-hmm. The preconception is, mm-hmm. yes, there, there is a sort of mythology to San Francisco and the hippie movement yes. uh, is, is, yeah. is part of that mythology. It's, it, it, they're intertwined. Um, but yes, there, there was hate street, you know, hate street had that. That's right. I, essentially that was the only hippie-ish kind of area in the city, hate street and in like, you know, parts of Golden Gate park, hippie Hill. You know, have you ever been there, mm. Hippie Hill? Yeah. I think so. But I also, like, I remember seeing people, like, tagging that place, like, on social media yeah. and stuff and being like, what are they talking about? <laughs> but it's just a part of Golden Gate Park, it's I guess. A, it's, a, it's a big meadow area in Golden Gate Park. There's, there's, some, oh. there's some hills, uh, hence the, the hill mm-hmm. part of that. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, but there's there's drum circles. Uh, it's a great place to sort mm. of uh, unwind after a long night. and I And I've definitely done that. Yeah, you, you can yeah. kind of chill out in the sun and listening to these drum circles and and smoke some weed, right. something like that. <laughs> have a forty in a in a, in a brown like bag, that. so you know, sort of thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Huh. So, because I mean, I guess that's still kind of there now. Um, yeah. I haven't been back in a while. I know you go back somewhat somewhat regularly and probably see that and can do that. Yeah. Yeah. And maybe can do some of those things. I think maybe the the disconnect for me was how different visiting San Francisco was and just the Bay Area in general, because I actually lived in Oakland. I never actually lived in the city. But the disconnect between how beautiful the city was and all these cool parks you could see and stuff versus actually living there. It was so much harder. So I just like, what was what was your experience going you know, to school and kind of... I can't even imagine a student being able to afford to live there right now. <laughs> well, there, there's a, uh, yeah, I, I, I get that. And now is definitely not the time to be a broke ass student in San Francisco. <laughs> right. But, uh, yeah. So the, the city itself, and, and I, and I sort of learned this in my own sort of casual research, my own casual history mm-hmm. of the city. Um, and also based on my experiences there, but Mm-hmm. The city has uh, what's called uh, sort of like these booms and these lulls. And and I would mm-hmm. say in my 20 straight years of, of being in San Francisco, I, I've experienced both. And and, uh, and in mm-hmm. fact, when I first got there, I believe it was a sort of a lull. 1994, internet was sort of developing and such. And um, uh, uh, I went to school. That's, 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 that's what I did when I first got there. I went to school and mm-hmm. I, I got to know the city was great. It was, it was, um, it was reasonably priced enough to, to find housing outside of school. Uh, initially I lived at school, but then I, I found housing outside of school yeah. with my, my, with my school. And, um, 
and then to explore from there and, and go out to the bars and you you know you spend like twenty dollars for a night of drinking or something like that back then in the early yeah. mid nineties. Um, but then yeah, uh, whole uh, night. Ultimately, uh, yeah, exactly. I, I remember they also like maybe I didn't drink as much as I ultimately end up doing, but but um, <laughs> uh, by the by the towards the end of the nineties, of course, there was uh, what, was, what was called the dot com boom. Um, and, and which was yeah. which was a less sustainable version of of what you know now on the internet um, these dot com yeah that, that yeah the tech industry uh, is an initial mm-hmm. wave and uh, there was you know people spending a lot of money on just URLs no substance basically um, and I worked right. with, I ended up working for a couple of these companies but um, so there was a boom oh. in the city at that point Pre, prior to that though we we were as I would say it's a, it was a, a I mean, you, you knew San Francisco was more expensive, right? You always did, mm. but you kind of you mm-hmm. kind of paid to live there, and 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 um, right. You know, I I didn't pay very much. I mean, I lived in in a apartment building, shared apartment buildings. I rented a room for like four hundred dollars at that point. You know, in the nineties, five hundred dollars. Right. That was that was yeah. You could find places like that back then. <laughs> um, uh, I know, it's kind, of, totally. kind of strange to think about now, but uh, yeah, there was there was yeah. yeah. It was a boom, well, boom in the 90s, yeah. Right. Well, hmm. like you said, you kind of paid to live there too. You know, like, especially mm-hmm. like you could probably find something for cheaper back in Modesto, but it doesn't have everything, you know, that the city has to offer. Oh, the, yeah, absolutely. Uh, my friends who I left, my, my close friends who were still doing the junior college mm-hmm. thing, um, and which ultimately, they, I don't know what their intentions were, um, outside of the junior college, um, what junior college had to offer, but mm-hmm. they ended up staying in Modesto and, and, and getting houses together and, you know, doing bands there. Um, mm. uh, I was also in the music scene. Um, yeah, I wanted, I want to hear about that too. Like what, <laughs> yeah, that, 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 <laughs> was that something that was yeah. regular in your life at that uh, time? Ab- absolutely. I'll, I'll definitely, yeah. I'll definitely get into that. Cause that is integral to my <laughs> sort of, um, existence in san francisco uh for some for quite a while but like yeah the the, the housing um i would pay 400 dollars for a room in san francisco in in 1995 or 96 whereas my friends in modesto would pay 400 dollars for a house that they can rent you know, yeah something like that yeah maybe not quite as as uh, equal but like you know roughly equal mm-hmm. uh pay for a yard and a house Samson's yeah. way more spread out. I mean, like I said, Samson's is so tiny. We're cramped. We're, we, so nobody small. has yards, you know, like the yard is like a little right. alleyway with some garbage cans and totally. that take up half, a third of it, you know, sort of thing. Um, but yes, uh, uh, yeah, the bo- there, there are booms and lulls in San Francisco. And, um, but the benefits of living in San Francisco, for me at that time, especially being in college, and and mm-hmm. meeting people and being on my own for the first time, I mean that's enough. I mean being on your own and 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 being in college, which very exciting mm-hmm. times. But to be in San Francisco itself, especially with my sort of values and and the things that I, going back to those diet the the uh, the honors classes in in the Westo, yeah. uh, the things I was interested in um, poetry and 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 philosophy and. Um, and the art scene and things like that. Yeah. That, those classes, uh, 
really opened me up to San Francisco itself. And that was always enough course music. I mean, I started playing music in Modesto. Mm-hmm. I took drum lessons in Modesto. My friends started playing music in Modesto. We're smoking weed mm-hmm. and, and, and zoned out <laughs> and tripping, you know, playing music together. And, um, yeah. And going to San Francisco, I mean, on all the romanticism of San Francisco, um, being a, 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 a sort of music scene at that point, which it was in the nineties, it was in the nineties. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. uh, I, you know, I, I, I can't off the top of my head think of the bands that I, that I was listening to, but there, there was a lot. I, I'm sure there's a lot. I mean, Brian Jones, Soundmaster, for instance, or, or something like that, mm, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, I, 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 I'm trying to not say County Crows because that was a band when I was young. <laughs> but anyway. I um, mean, if that's someone you like, I, I, that's I, fine. I, I, you know, when I first came out, yeah. But, um, but anyway, yeah. not to say they're not talented. It's sort of my style after a while. But, uh, <laughs> not your style, yeah. Uh, and I eventually got into punk scene, too which San Francisco was great for mm-hmm. in the nineties. Mm-hmm. Great for it. And when I moved to San Francisco, yeah. there's a lot of small venues. Um, these are, these are part of the mm-hmm. draws of living in San Francisco, the, the things that you pay for it to live in San Francisco and, and to go to the dive bars with, with, with concert venues. And they were numerous and, mm-hmm. and, um, indie scene, uh, punk scene is all over. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it, I, yeah. Well, and- yeah. It just make it's making me think, you know, of kind of if that was part of what drew you there and it was still happening, like because of, you know, rising rent prices and everything else that doesn't maybe seem as it doesn't seem sustainable for a lot of musicians or artists to live there anymore, even though it has that still mythology about it, that it's has and always will be this artsy place uh i i do believe um i do believe that is now more myth than reality uh, yeah and, and, mm-hmm. and um and i know this uh from the things that i've i've uh, studied or you know the, that i've that i've listened to um uh mm-hmm. some of the uh interviews with people there's a documentary out there um it's called san francisco 2.0 it's actually done by oh. the niece I think it's the niece. Maybe it's the daughter mm-hmm. of Nancy Pelosi. Uh, I forget her. Oh, I, interesting. Yeah, it, it's a, she's a Pelosi in any case. She does this uh-huh. great documentary uh-huh. called San Francisco 2.0, which really uh, uh-huh. illustrates my kind of experience. Um, mm. uh, and and, and, and re- really referring to uh, at post, especially post-2011, when Mayor Ed Lee mm-hmm. uh, granted a, a bunch of tax breaks to these tech companies oh, to move right. into the city mm. um mm-hmm. and you really saw a change i think at that point um so yeah so there was like i said i was going back going back to the initial uh night the 90s initially there was a sort of like a build-up to the dot-com industry the, the tech industry mm-hmm. at that point and like i said i, I ended up yes. working for a couple of those companies they were, they were great jobs you got massages yeah. for free and, and like free snacks <laughs> in the fridge. I mean, there's foosball, mm. and foosball and shit. Like that's yeah. sort of and still yeah. like still like what people think of when they they think of these companies. But it was real. I, I worked for a software company, uh, just just filing stuff, uh, just like as a as a secretary huh. essentially. Um, yeah. Uh, with who designed software like for video games, and there was a huge video game room and I could just play like they, they would tell me I work too much and just, just go play some video games. It's perfect. Huh. It was great. Any anyway, um so the music scene was great 
prior to this dot-com thing. And then this, this thing happened. Um, hmm. uh, this, and, and, and it was hard, it was hard to find rent, it was hard to find places. The rents were, mm-hmm. were like, I mean, I don't want to say doubled. I don't know how, I think that might be an exaggeration, but they were, they seemed like they were doubled. It was crazy. Right. It, was, it was essentially rapidly increasing. Yes. And that was my first experience with that. Uh, and this is, uh, hence the, the sort of boom, uh, that experience, mm-hmm. but that was, that was a quick mm-hmm. one. That was a quick one that, that faded pretty fast because there wasn't, like I said, there wasn't substance to mm-hmm. what was happening. It, there was people right. buying URLs, putting websites together that didn't have, uh, like product or, or, or something, uh, content to sustain them. And mm-hmm. so ultimately that mm-hmm. you've heard of this dot-com crash, I think it was 2000 or 2001 where, all those mm-hmm. companies crashed out. Uh, but I will say this, that was a, for me, someone like me who loved uh, all the things I, I mentioned before, art and, and the dive bars and music and, and, uh, mm-hmm. and things like that. Uh, it was, a, it was San Francisco became, it was like a haven. It was, a, it was a new mm-hmm. wave of, of bohemian sort of living. You know, it, it was, it was like, oh. it was great. It was great. It was amazing. It just, I can't, I don't know that, um, I don't think most people will be able to, to experience, and experience something like that, to be honest with you. In a city like yeah, San Francisco, I mean, yeah. That's kind of why, yeah, I guess that's why I wanted to interview about this topic specifically, because it's like, I know not all of the reasons that people were drawn to San Francisco and the Bay Area in general aren't fantasy. You know, like I wanted to hear kind of like what, that kind of was really like from a firsthand perspective. So like it your didn't experience use, it wasn't, also now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What were you going to say? Oh, no, I was saying you're right. It wasn't always fantasy. It was mm-hmm. <laughs> on some, at some point uh, reality where um, mm-hmm. it was, and, and it's not hippie, but it's, it's sort of like an extension of that. And, and like I said, bohemian, and uh, everyone, and I, I can remember this time uh, post 2001 when, you know, po- post after the boom or the bust, I'm sorry, after that bust in 19 mm-hmm. and 2000, uh, a lot of people left yeah. the city. It was, it was quieter, mm-hmm. but, but the people that really wanted mm-hmm. to be there were there and rents lowered and, and then people started living. Oh, and, then, and then the people, you know, things that we like to do were still there. The bands would still come in to play. Uh, art, mm-hmm. art, artists were, were still there. They, they were able to afford, uh, you know, increasingly uh, better places for themselves, uh, arts, uh, houses and studios. You know, I remember getting cheap studios mm-hmm. for, for bands that I was in at that time. And um, yeah, yeah. it's great. Everyone I knew at that point, um, people were, were coming in, but not the kind of people that were there, uh, you know, the previous five years. But there, there were less and less tech people, and more and more artists and writers and and musicians. Mm. It was it was something else. I, mean, I I worked in the the restaurant industry at that time, which was sort of mm-hmm. that's how we made money. You know, that's how we lived in San Francisco. Mm-hmm. I, I liken it to uh, like Portland in a way. I suppose uh, everyone was like sort of yeah. doing these things, yet being very creative on the side, and and mm-hmm. it wasn't uncommon for for <laughs> for people to, to have some other like like gig like they wanted to be there because they there was a, a platform for them uh whether it be writing or or 
or uh, or music or you know right like that. So. but it was possible it was possible because you were able to get these you know well and, and now I think San Francisco is like one of the like highest paid service industry cities to work in like I wonder I you know so I, I did some research with that too um service industry service industry is great and and uh i mean obviously with that you can make a lot of money depending on how mm-hmm. you know what what who you know and and uh which restaurants you work for and how much you work obviously all these things play into it um right. and you can you can work your ass off and 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 make some pretty good money especially bartenders you know i know people that mm-hmm. that made a lot of money every night at, at some of these places um but uh obviously as we know now with with covid you know things can change rapidly mm-hmm. in that in that field and and uh yeah inhibit you um in some ways uh i would say totally and i i was i was I, I was in that industry and i did make a decent amount of money uh when i was doing that um i i i do appreciate more like steady um you know income and 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 Mm-hmm. kind of having that nine to five type type thing and, and be able to to uh have a schedule yeah. that that other friends can sort of relate to hang out so. with you yeah yeah yeah, yeah, hang, yeah. hang out with yeah. you yeah. um do it so it sounds like there was kind of um you know some ups and downs with kind of like your your love for the city or whatever but overall it seems like it was a pretty good like comfortable balance between work and your other interest you know up until this point in kind of like your timeline that you've been explaining and living there yes um i would say when i first got there i was i was just kind of just a kid you know my having my eyes opened up um from 1994 to you know the late 90s and then um and that was all growing up and and then just, you know, learning to be an adult and et cetera. Right. Um, mm-hmm. I do think living in a city uh, like that, you're sort of, that sort of phase is extended in a bit, you know, for a long, a while. Mm. I don't know, maybe you can relate. Um, I don't, I don't <laughs> not, I'm not saying that you can, but maybe you can. Um, but uh, so I started trying to get, you know, a little more serious when, the, when I got those dot-com jobs, but then that busted. And then I kind of went back to, um, a more uh restaurant lifestyle part-time work uh, i had like three jobs at one point mm-hmm. but none of them were very oh long or you know they weren't that involved so i can focus on music and 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 finishing yeah. up my college study i sort of like extended that as well not finishing right away because yeah. i was just i was very into uh being in a city like san francisco it's hard for me to focus um on on being serious and um Mm. is very hedonistic i suppose at, at, at in some in, well in a lot of ways um yeah i was i mean it was a very fun city it's, it's very small and very walkable um on the weekends uh, bar hopping is is was easy and mm. and the bars were really very cool and fun at that point um but you could also just wander mm. into into if you knew somebody that knew somebody, you could want you yeah. could find these parties all, all all the weekends, and um, there's always something going on, you know. At that, at that point, um, in, yeah, in the, in the '90s, and then and then uh, even during the dot com times, you know, that that sort of brought a different crowd. And then, yeah, um, through post bust of the boom uh, of the dot com boom, 
um, the post mm-hmm. uh, the initial wave. We uh, we had cheap rent. We had a lot of an influx of the artists and writers and and, and etc. Uh, musicians. Uh, nice. uh, it was it was like you said. It was a haven, cheaper rents, and like um, everyone, every other person, in the band or or doing something cool, and there was always something going on. It was like it was like a May, you know, like it was just always something to do. Um, and um, yeah, and so that was that was that was pretty great. Um, <laughs> it, it was just a great way to grow up, and 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 not yet yeah. not grow up, you know, like you you kind of right just, right indulge yourself uh and and have fun and and uh, and socialize and um yeah and, and and it was uh i i guess i knew it couldn't last and and I, you could see sort of the signs of it as the as eventually mm-hmm. of course you you have to be uh on some level you have to be uh excited when you're part of the city to uh appreciate the sort of like uh, movements to uh, greater economic uh, uh, growth, right? Uh, mm, yeah, I mean, yeah. I, I mean, I think so. I mean, Samson's small yeah. city that I was a part of, and so I, I kind of felt for the whole, the well-being as a whole, on some level. Um, so when the tech industry started moving in, uh, initially it seemed like a good thing, uh, you know, right? And I think that's it it seemed like oh this is only gonna be good for free. Yeah, yeah. Right. Well, and I think maybe I wonder, or I guess I'll just ask you, like if you were a part of that kind of like dot com boom, did you feel like maybe there was space for you with the tech industry coming in? Um, but just essentially like did you, you know, as you were figuring kind of where you wanted to like dedicate your time, you know, with work but with hobbies too. If you were a part of the dot com kind of yeah. boom, did you see yourself maybe becoming a part of like yeah. what was happening with tech, or did it just seem kind of for the city and like for the economy or whatever, but not really something that you wanted to be a part of? I uh, after that initial experience, I realized that wasn't mm-hmm. something that was going to be good enough for me. Uh, not to say that, that all tech companies have mm-hmm. a sort of greater good kind of mindset, but right. I didn't see that in the companies I worked for. Um, and it wasn't enough for me just to have mm-hmm. a job, um, to pay the bills, yeah. you know, well, well paying job, albeit, um, but it wasn't, that wasn't for me. And I definitely, um. Uh-huh. I'd already made strides to sort of oh, enter okay. the field of education uh, at that point, and um, I was trying to see that through yeah. while also still serve being a server, you know, waiter in yeah. in, the, in the city. Well, which and was paying well with tech too. Like my experience, I don't know if, and just you know, Joel's experience too. Like it, it seems that there are these kind of like opportunities to make a lot of money in tech, but you have. But the other side of that is that. Yeah. Generally speaking, it wasn't a reg- regular kind of hours. Like you were working a lot. And I think because because like for some reason yeah. all of these new companies like kind of required that. Um like if you still love where you live and have all these other things you want to do, just working isn't 
like sustainable for a lot of reasons, no matter how much money you're making. So I don't know. I just, it's interesting right. to hear, like, right. would you, would you say it was kind of like you could feel that with the tech kind of industry just starting up when you were there? Cause I definitely felt it in 2015, 16. I, I remember people talking about it. I remember friends starting, mm -hmm. uh, you know, very few at the time, um, around 2012 and 13, people really started to notice. Uh, we were, we were sort of oblivious at that point, mm -hmm. not oblivious, mm. uh, that's too strong, but, um, we were mm. sort of ignoring it at, at that point and still enjoying the city, still enjoying the bars and the restaurants, mm -hmm. et cetera. The music scene still strong. Um, I didn't know many, as many art, starving artists or starving musicians at that point, uh, mm. because mm -hmm. the rents had increased. The places I lived were rent controlled, which is great. Being the first time that I really recognized um, sort of the outrageous, uh, yeah. like sort of uh, increase in in prices. This sort of, uh, I, I it was when we, when I my uh, my girlfriend at the time and I were looking for a new place, mm. uh, and looking at all the regular neighborhoods, all the places we'd want to go. We, we, I, I've always lived in the center of San Francisco and in yeah. the areas like the Mission and the Western Edition and, um, and Noe Valley and, right. uh, and things like that. And so I, I preferred to look in those areas, but that was out of the question when I started looking in 2013. Yeah. Um, and then so we, we started expanding that search to a little bit, a little bit more out there. But that just kept moving, pushing us further and further out on that search. Right. And, and the, the experience that we had at the places that we did look at in any anywhere near a desirable area was mm -hmm. that you'd go to a place and there'd be uh, like a dozen other people at least at that time, in, at, in any given time at their open house with, with stacks of uh, references or whatever they had in their hands. Yeah. Like, there, there's these imposing like uh, looking collections they had that they were carrying and, and we never had anything that I, I had like oh uh, yeah can relate um, and, oh my god yeah uh, and then uh I've heard many I, I've heard in person and I've seen in print um things like you know best offer and then like people offering more oh, and, and type of things that's so unfair it, it was very competitive and and mm. uh, if you know anything about uh the tech crowd that did end up coming to San Francisco, they're, they're very, they're very well, well paid. They, you know, they're, yeah. they're a, a, the nouveau rich, right? Mm -hmm. Like they're, mm -hmm. uh, they're very, you know, they are a different class than, than the people that, uh, totally. I, mean, that I was, I mean, you know, I was a teacher in San Francisco. Yeah. Which so. like, I remember moving and in Arkansas, when you tell someone you're, a teacher and you're looking for a rental it's like I remember like most of my landlord's faces would like light up because I had like steady work and like guaranteed income but in San Francisco and Oakland it's the complete opposite they're like oh well you probably can't afford this you yeah know? yeah <laughs> it's, it's, it's 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 sad so it's you sad said yeah no. it's yeah. so sad and because it sounds like there was no point kind of from you know our conversation and just kind of what we've talked about otherwise that there wasn't really a point where you necessarily were like lost maybe the the fun or kind of like 
what you liked about the city. It was more like you were just kind of by what's the word? <laughs> you just kind of had to leave because it was too too much. It it, it was. Uh, I mean, initially, I guess the sort of catalyst was being with a with with a partner who we were thinking about the future and we right. definitely wanted more space. We were looking in, in, a, in a sort of a glorified one bedroom. Mm -hmm. uh, and essentially it was really a, a studio listed as a studio that was mm. like a big studio, but, um, but yeah, to find anything worth the money, we went across the, uh, the bridge mm. to Oakland. Mm -hmm. Like you. Yep. Um, right, right off the bat, we found something mm. very, very uh, desirable and, and worthwhile so we took that yeah i didn't want to i dragged my feet the whole way i, I never i i knew it i i think and i was right um as soon as you leave san francisco it's hard to go back it's oh. to go back. it's you know because of money i mean or i mean just... i mean that i mean that with like 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 getting your foot in and and, and oh. being willing to pay those prices for yeah something that uh, less space and and uh um, yeah and just something i mean especially i mean especially when compared to oakland for instance uh and, and you had a different experience with oakland as we talked about mm -hmm. uh i had a great experience with oakland mm. and i loved places <laughs> i lived mm -hmm. um and it was a very walkable and, and nice city for me very mm -hmm. um reasonably priced compared to san francisco i yeah i once i got to oakland i i threw off Every, like San Francisco off my back essentially and and, and mm. did, it was not I, I was kicking it at any any opportunity just <laughs> not not feeling the same way about about my former city oh yeah. I wonder or sort of holding a grudge in fact oh right well because it's like um if it probably you know maybe felt like it's you know the city's fault the city changed it's not all these people and these companies that are coming in, you know, causing the changes that make it kind of, you know, uninhabitable for people making, you know, below the average, even far below. I don't know. I just remember being just so unreasonable. And I guess maybe for anyone that's listening that isn't familiar, like when the, when I left San Francisco, one bedrooms in like a nice part of the city were like upwards of three to four thousand dollars a month. One bedroom. Uh, even even as recent as yeah 2018, I, I think the median price for a one mm -hmm. bedroom was thirty seven hundred dollars. I just don't and uh, and to get it, you yeah. have to prove you make what three to four times you know like you said are these best offers that people are doing. Yeah, yeah you any any anything that is desirable, um, you would have to sort of compete for. Mm -hmm. Whereas when I went to Oakland, when we when my my girlfriend at the time and I mm -hmm. went to Oakland we we found the place the landlord liked us he in fact texted us uh oh. later on that afternoon to be like to, to ask us are, are you guys interested i, I really liked you mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> that type of thing which is unheard of in san francisco like small and it town. A, yeah yeah it was a better place in san francisco uh i mean uh, uh than places you can get in san francisco for that price yeah. for sure Right. Yeah. For two, it, it was listed as a one bedroom. Was essentially a two bedroom, mm. uh, and and it had a lot of light. It was it was beautiful, right yeah. by Lake Merritt. If yes. for those of you that know Oakland, mm, yeah. I love that spot. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, 
That's good. At least, I mean, even if, I mean, cause I definitely hold a grudge against the Bay area. <laughs> it sounds yeah. like maybe you kind of held a grudge a little bit against San Francisco for a while, at least. Oh, I um, did. I, 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 <laughs> I definitely did. Yeah. Yeah. But then now you're in LA. So like being outside of the Bay area, do you feel like you have any, it seems though, like maybe you've let go of that a little bit, like let go of maybe like the resentment and kind of just, you know, unfortunate events that caused you to have to leave. It, it was, it was kind of nice to um, initially have that resentment to, to sort of propel me, I guess, in a way to, mm. to get to a place like Oakland where I loved, I, mm. I ended up loving Oakland and mm-hmm. not liking the current state of San Francisco so much. Uh, yeah. I can liken Oakland to uh, earlier phases of San Francisco that I, that I mm. enjoy. It was very, I mean, I've heard it compared to, you know, something like Portland or, yeah. or New York uh, on different levels. It was definitely more chill than New York. It was very mm-hmm. quiet, very quiet. Uh, I think that's why I essentially le- I ultimately left. But um, oh. but Oakland is is a beautiful city uh, with a lot of culture and restaurants and bars and cool mm-hmm. people. You can say hi to your neighbors there. It was very community oriented, which um, I, I I should I did want to mention about San Francisco, um, the sort of the lack of community. Oh. that ultimately happened with this sort of influx of the tech industry. And right. you can see, I mean, and it wasn't just me that felt this way. I mean, when I watched that documentary um, uh, about the, you know, San Francisco 2.0, they, they sort of, they sort of said what I was always feeling. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's def- definitely illustrative of that. Um, you have a lot of uh, new money and young people sort of using that city uh, without really thinking of the sort of long-term effects of, of community and families mm-hmm. and, and et cetera. Uh, that is that's that's sort of my gist, of course, but yeah, my well, my reality, my experience there. Anyway. Well, and it's so it's so like um, mirroring just like historically what's happened in America with, you know, if if colonists want some part of land or for their business right. or their farm, they're going to take it. Yeah. They don't really care about yeah. anyone that was there before. Was is that is that called a uh, a microcosm like a like a, oh. like a sort of a, and it, or a sample at least it's, oh. it's like a, it's like a sample it's like a sample of the greater uh, the whole of of hmm. what of what that would it's make like sense yeah yeah and, I'll have to and, look and that it up is, exactly. and it, and it is definitely there's definitely a large wealth disparity which is which mm. we're all feeling mm-hmm. country now mm-hmm. um, and that's what San Francisco is. I, I did enjoy something that I saw about the Tenderloin in San Francisco. Oh, there's mm-hmm. a neighborhood. You remember the Tenderloin? Uh, yeah, it's like the only place I could afford to look at apartments, even jokingly yes. entertaining. I, I I love the Tenderloin um, <laughs> because even prior to not wanting to be in San Francisco, prior to the uh-huh. tech boom, we uh, that's where I played like a lot of music. That's where we oh. drank and did yeah. other things and and, <laughs> and had a lot of fun. Uh-huh. Uh huh. You get the best Vietnamese sandwiches, for instance. Oh. <laughs> um, but it, yeah. there, there's a part of there's a, there's a segment called uh, Little Saigon there. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyway, uh, I, I did see these pieces recently where the tenderloin just won't change. <laughs> I guess there's a lot of protection too. Oh. Like, like it's like a it's like a national. Uh, uh, I mean, it's like it, it's like a it's a local treasure uh, basically. Yeah. Where, where, or they won't let it change. Um, huh. And it's sort of, it's, I mean, uh, what it is, is it's, it's sort of a haven for, for people that can't afford other parts of the city. Yeah. Um, 
and that might and that might preserve some of the aspects that you wouldn't that are you know deemed un, undesirable mm-hmm. in some ways and yeah. um there's a lot of homeless and, and such but at the same time it made me feel good i you said that i sort of changed my view on or softened my view on san francisco recently yeah it's because i i've been there recently um after my initial uh sort of um angst against it my my right. <clears throat> i i i the contention that i had um and and i've sort of learned to sort of love it again sort of recognizing the parts that that still existed that i, that I liked and hmm. and that made san francisco what it is in some ways that's yeah. good but yeah it's been nice yeah yeah. I, jo- I joke that I'm going to go back to San Francisco when I'm like 40 with like my like best girlfriends and just I, like enjoy the beauty because it is such a beautiful city. Yeah. And I, you know, and, and I unfortunately didn't have such a pleasant Oakland experience as you did, but I also didn't move there, you know, until 2015. And I think some of the like pressures financially on people that were, you know, kind of what you were feeling in San Francisco yeah. We're in Oakland when I was there. There, there, was, there was just no run, escaping there was a runoff. Yeah. yeah, it was like a city runoff. Like the people that it did, it did move every year. Um, the rents grew exponentially in mm-hmm. Oakland. Sit. Uh, I, I I went there in 2014, and mm-hmm. and, they, and and they had told me already that at rents had jumped uh, <coughs> roughly 12 percent by that point, which and I think it jumped another you know 12 yeah. to 20 percent the next year and. It was, it was, it's crazy, you know. Right. Well, and I hope, I mean, just hearing all the things that you loved about San Francisco, I feel like that's, I've seen a lot of that for me in LA, you know, and I hope that after COVID-19 and its path of destruction that we still have venues and things like that, but here's to hoping, I guess. (laughs) I know, I know. But thanks for telling your story about, you know, the Bay Area. It's nice to see it from another lens instead of my, because I haven't quite gotten to that uh, forgiveness part. <laughs> but I'm trying. <laughs> I, I'm starting. I'm, I'm, still, I'm still in my process. Uh, you know, yeah. With, with, the, with the whole idea. So, but I am, I am liking it a little bit better. And, and, and all, you know, who knows? Uh, maybe there will be another bust at some point yeah and another another renaissance there hope Uh, i really hope so you know i really hope so. like you said when you're 40 by the time you're 40 maybe maybe you can go there yeah i can go there there. be some shows i can catch um i mean and if nothing else you know i really do love that san francisco um all the parks like i that was one of you know the main things that i would show people that would visit it's like these are free and everyone can enjoy them so they got something you going you know them. dolores park oh yeah right? oh yeah dolores yeah yeah what what was what and one of my acquaintances acquaintances just went there for the first time to experience oh. that for the first time from la in la and acquaintance uh-huh can you imagine can you imagine going to uh, san francisco and 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 uh, experiencing Dolores Park from LA and, and just yeah. seeing the, that vibe and that view uh, at the top yeah. corner of Dolores Park, it's it's something else. It it's really like, is. It's like you said, it's a beautiful city. And yeah. I, I appreciate it more and more every time I go there again. Yeah. But, 
the you know the demographics don't quite represent the aesthetic beauty of mm. the city. <laughs> yeah. yeah i mean that's what, that's my take of course no but, yeah exactly uh, it's yeah. yeah i i agree and i definitely think it's worth visiting you know when it's safe it is. everything but uh it's a hard hard yeah. place to live so yes exactly exactly you know no thanks yeah. matt yeah we'll see Thank if you. anyone Hope else has a san francisco story to tell hopefully we'll hear it